Hello, and welcome to a Believing Heart podcast, a podcast about video games and the like. I'm your host, Mario Eighth. Find me across the internet at Mario Eighth. I'm on Twitter, Tumblr, co-host, ggapp.io to see what games I've been playing. Find me at all of those places. And hey, do you have a PS5 copy of Deathloop? Would you, uh, mind helping me out with those, uh, mind helping me out with the multiplayer toffees? Please? I still don't have the multiplayer stuff, and I just need, I need one, just one person to help me get them so I don't have to be good at the game. And it really bugs me that I don't have that platinum trophy, so uh, please help me out with that if you'd like. Anyway, there's actually a surprising amount of news this week. I thought having Gamescom been last week, not much would come out, but I managed to put together a pretty solid list, so let's move right on to the news. First, happy birthday, Hatsune Miku! It's uh, Hatsune Miku's birthday. She came out... Hot, now, if you don't know, um, have you heard of Hatsune Miku? Hatsune Miku exists, as a software, exists in a software called Vocaloid, where you're able to create great Vocaloid songs. Uh, she came out 15 years ago, August 31st, and uh, now, every year, I allow myself to retweet a, a drawing of Hatsune Miku, and that's when I go and listen to the songs I like, so happy birthday Hatsune Miku, listen to your favorite Hatsune Miku song, I know I will, and remember, we only get two days in the year to celebrate Hatsune Miku. Her birthday and on March 9th, because 3-9 is the Miku number. I don't know why that one is. I think it's the way they're pronounced or something. Uh, anyway, if you're into music, but not specifically Hatsune Miku music, Bandcamp Fridays are back. Every first Friday for the rest of the year, starting September 2nd, is Bandcamp Friday. Which means every dollar from your purchase, aside a small chunk that goes to, I think, PayPal, Every cent you spend on albums or music or singles or whatever you can buy off of Bandcamp goes directly to the artists. I already have quite a few albums I'm planning on buying on Friday, and it is a great time to do it every first Friday for the rest of the year, I want to say. And I'm just really happy it's back. I'd love to be able to support artists, even though Epic Games owns Bandcamp now, I'm pretty sure. At least they're still doing this. I'm not happy that Epic Games owns it, but what are you going to do? It's still the last really good place to be an indie musician if you don't want to build your own website, so happy Bandcamp Friday this Friday and every first Friday for the rest of the year. Alright, on to more video game news. These are two really cool looking indie games to look out for in the future. First up, Crypt of the Necrodancer's spin-off Rift of the ne Necrodancer looks sick. Uh, I never played the original Crypt of the Necrodancer, but I did really love the Zelda spin-off, spin Cadence of Hyrule, and I had a great time with that. I loved the remixed music, I really liked the gameplay of timing it out to the beat, and now we're getting a more uh, Guitar Hero-like Rhythm Heaven almost type game with Rift of the, uh, with, um, yeah, Rift of the Necrodancer, and I am so pumped for it. It looks. If you haven't had, if you haven't had the chance, look up the trailer. I linked it in the show notes. It just, it is an amazing looking game. I was sold as soon as I saw it. The art style is cute. If the music is anything like the last couple, which it is, it's fantastic music. I can't wait to get my hands on this. At some point, no release date has been announced just yet, but 
Rift of the Necrodancer cannot wait for that. Speaking of things coming a little bit sooner, the new Shovel Knight adventure is coming out on September 23rd. Shovel Knight Dig, the um, sequel or spin-off or whatever to the original Shovel Knight is coming out in like a month, less than. Now I am a very big fan of the original Shovel Knight. I completed it on the Nintendo 3DS. I completed it on the Nintendo Switch. I completed it on the on the Sony PS Vita. Um, I still need to go back for the platinum. Tro I I I I think I have the platinum, but I uh, what I haven't done. I either way, I love the game. I just recently pre-ordered the Nendoroid. I've got the doll sitting up on my shelf and all the amiibos that have been released for Shovel Knight. I'm a real big fan. Shovel Knight did coming out in like four weeks. Can't wait for that. I'm I'm gonna have to make time for it. This one's tough because it's coming out at around the same time Tunic is launching on PS4 and 5, which I also am really excited to play on there. I skipped it on the PC so I can get the Platinum Trophy. There's just so many games, I want to play all of them. And I was about to mention earlier, I completed the original Shovel Knight. I never went back and played any of the three DLC, so I also feel like I should jump into those. And there was also um, the puzzle the puzzle game that released, I think, also earlier this year, which I, or maybe last year, and I never touched, even touched that. There's just too many games, but I love Shovel Knight, and Shovel Knight Dig looks really good. I can't wait to play it. It looks, the sprite work is fantastic. I love that it's, uh, I saw someone mention it looked like Game Boy era type sprite work, and it just looks so gorgeous. And the game is still looks fun. You have items, same Shovel Knight type combat. I think it seems to be more almost vertical based, like the indie game, I think it's called Drop Down, uh, something like that. The one where you're falling and um, you have to try to not hit the ground. It kind of looks like it's laid out in the similar fashion, although I don't think there's penalties for landing on the ground. Either way, it looks fun. It looks like more Shovel Knight, just put in a different uh, situation and with really great art. And of course, the music's also going to be good here. So yeah, Shovel Knight, 23rd of September, can't wait for that either. Into Acquisition Corner, Sony bought an app developer. Guess we're getting Sony-themed phone games now. And, as far as I can tell, Savage Games Studios, the studio Sony purchased, ain't done nothing yet. So it's hard to say what type of games they'll be. Now, I browsed through the Savage Game Studios website and looking for a games tab, there just isn't one. All that they're saying is they want to make action, ga action games and put them on the phone, and I guess. Now, it's hard for me to say. I didn't. They did link to their LinkedIn, so I guess I could have looked through and looked at all the people who work for that studio and then attribute that to the games they've worked on previously and try to make an educated guess onto what type of game they're trying to make or type of games, plural, they're trying to make. But I don't know the industry that well. I, it would be a lot of work for me to pinpoint exactly these people and where they used to work and what type of games they work. All I know, all I know, is that they're trying to make action games for the phone. So is it going to be like a Genshin Impact situation? I really hope it's not. I hear, because I hear Genshin Impact is a great game, but I would not touch it with a 12-foot pole because I do not like the microtransaction aspects. And so really it depends on what Sony wants to do with their mobile games. I know when Nintendo did it, they initially didn't want to do the microtransactions with uh, the Mario Run, which is a pretty decent Mario game. 
but then like Animal Crossing and Mario Kart and the Fire Emblem, all of them just kind of went into the same formula that most of these big raking in mo mobile games are doing, and I'm just not into them. I played the Mario Kart one for a bit. I got bored eventually, even though the base gameplay was okay, just the fact that unlocking new racers was infuriating because you barely got enough of the uh, currency in the game to unlock more. Same for Animal Crossing, it became- I played Animal Crossing religiously, but in able to actually get everything in the game, you have to be on track, playing the game every three hours and doing everything you can in those said hours to actually get the events done, or you could have spent money to make these things go a little bit quicker, and it was infuriating, I had to stop playing that as well. But what is Sony going to do? Is Sony going to try to do what Nintendo started doing and just put out really good, uh, put really good mobile games that don't uh, eat into your wallet too much, or are they just going to jump straight into the Genshin Impact model? Which, for all intents and purposes, Genshin Impact is doing great for itself, making tons and tons and tons of money based off all the art I see. People aren't paying money on this game, and are they going to do that except now with Last of Us and Horizon and Ghosts of Tsushima, or I guess Astrobot? Who's to say? I'm probably, I mean, maybe if it's more in the former, I'll check it out, maybe. Play some of these games if I like them. But if it's more in the latter and I come in and they start, oh, here's a bunch of different currencies and some of them you buy with real money, I'm not even going to try it out. Continuing in acquisition corner, Jeff Keighley tweeted out that Amazon was going to buy AE. He was going to buy EA. This would suck. Then it later came out that Amazon is not going to buy EA right now, but it sounds like they're leaving enough room to go ahead and buy them eventually, and let me tell you, that would suck. So Jeff Keighley woke up uh, last Friday morning and decided to choose evil, choose chaos, and based off of a poorly sourced article off of an website, let me see if I can find the one real quick. Uh, a, poor, a poorly researched article off of USA Today, he was like, hey, Amazon's going to buy EA. What I think now, after uh, uh, Microsoft has acquired Activision, is going to be the biggest third-party developer out there. And if Amazon bought it, oh my god, that would suck. Now, luckily, Je USA Today and Jeff Keighley were both wrong, and it later came out that Amazon is not interested in buying it right now, but even still, God, wouldn't that suck? Amazon is already a terrible company. End of statement. Amazon is already terrible at running video games. They put out the New World MMO a few months ago, no one even thinks about that game anymore, and if they were given the keys to EA, now, admittedly, the only EA games I play are going to be like the Star Wars Jedi games. I don't really touch the multiplayer stuff, but even then, they have so much, and Amazon, I just hate corporate conglomeration, if I pronounced that word right. And Amazon is already too big and needs to be broken up into a bunch of different subsidiaries, and if Amazon just is continued to allowed to be buying even more and more and more and more crap... I don't trust them. I don't want Jeff Bezos being the most rich person on earth. I want, I, I want, I hate that company. It's a bad company. 
and they shouldn't be able to buy more, and I'm glad they're not currently. I really hope this story just dies down as the one time Jeff Keighley put the game industry in a wreck because, uh-oh, he got something wrong, or read something that they got wrong. Hope it doesn't happen. Things are getting more expensive, in this case, the PS5. Now, um, there was a rumor, I think last week or the week before, or sometime last in the past month or so, that things are going to start increasing, and uh, there was a rumor that Sony would increase the price of the PS5. A few weeks ago, uh, Facebook announced, or Meta, announced the Meta Quest would be raising price about 100 bucks everywhere, and now, almost following suit, PlayStation has announced the PS5 is going to be raising their price by quite a bit in a bunch of different regions, excluding the US. Why the US was excluded, I'm not sure. Maybe the market share is big enough that the uproar would be bad enough. Um, but in Europe, UK, Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, and Canada, all the prices are going to be raised by a significant margin to buy a PlayStation 5. Which is just a bummer. Uh, obviously, things are. Inflation in the US is bad, so inflation everywhere else is getting bad because, unfortunately, we have the dominant market in terms of the economy. Um, and so er prices are going up for everything, and I guess Sony decided, yeah, we don't have enough of these out there yet, I guess we're going to increase the price. Of course, right off of that, right off the bat of that, at least Xbox and Nintendo aren't raising the price, but who knows how much the next ones will be. So Sony announced they were raising the price the next day, Xbox and Nintendo both announced, nah, we're good. Now for the Switch, that's kind of obvious. This console's been out since 2017, uh, over five, five and a half years now. Uh, they can't raise the price now, if anything, that only needs to go down. Xbox, they're at least being the good guys here where they're still in the losing position, so if they just keep uh, keep their prices the same, maybe they'll get more customers and improve their user base, specifically for Game Pass, because that seems to be their main market right now, is getting more Game Pass customers and selling that subscription to all their users. And so the more consoles out there, the more Game Pass subscriptions they get, and that's what they're trying to do, so it makes sense. At least the prices aren't going up. But... In six years, seven years, when the PlayStation 6 or the Xbox, whatever they call it, comes out, how much are those going to be? It's it's a worrying thought, because um, current, the current price is already pretty high. The only reason I bought a PS5 is because I could, and I had just gotten a new job, so I had a little bit of money, and I, I didn't feel bad spending it at the time. And I've used it a little bit, I don't feel bad about that. But this, the next Nintendo console, who knows what that's going to cost? Right now, I think it's 350 300 by the OLED model. What's the next one going to cost? Have they actually put some good juice in that thing? What are we looking at? 400 for the Switch 2 or the Switch Ultimate, whatever they wind up calling it? Yeesh, that's going to be a pricey console. And on a last note... I'm a The Last Jedi Defender, and so is the director, Ryan Johnson. Apparently, uh, The Last Jedi came out about five years ago, and Ryan Johnson came out and said that he is even more proud of the film now than he was when it first came out. And I agree with him. He went on to talk about how he wanted to create a story that was 
embodying the mythos of Star Wars, not so much embodying the, the technical technicality, I guess, if, if I'm putting it in my own words. Um, to The power of the myth is what he wanted to go for, if I'm uh, fundamental power of the myth, to quote him directly. And I think he did a great job at it. I really liked the film, I thought it really did embody what Star Wars was, and then a whole bunch of nerds got angry, and a whole bunch of racist and sexist nerds got angry at even different things, but blamed it on the former, whatever, it sucks. I really like the movie, I think it's a great Star Wars. And I wonder if they'll ever make a Star Wars Episode Nine. Probably not. And I'm, I'm just happy to see Ryan Johnson holds the same opinion of his own movie. I just wanted to say I like The Last Jedi. It's a good movie. And that is it for news. Next up is, next up is what I've been doing. So I'm very nearly so close to being done with Better Call Saul. And oh my god. They did not pull their punches with this last season, huh? Like, jeez. I just finished Season 6, Episode 7. And it ends... It, it was such... Oops. And it is such... It was such a roller coaster of an episode. I couldn't... I was... I sat aghast at the adventure that this show gave me in just a singular episode. The build-up to this was perfect. And I still have five, six, six episodes left. And I, I have an idea of where they're going from based off of what random people on the internet have been of referring to when they were live watching it when it was coming out. And also based off of what the thumbnails look like, I'm able to intuit and put the pieces together. But oh my gosh, I'm real excited to finish this out. I'll be done this, where I'm going to finish this series on Saturday, and I've just been having an amazing time with it. I also was able to play Splatoon 3's first Splatfest. I think, I forget what they called it, but either way, it was between rock, paper, and scissors. I, of course, chose scissors because Big Man is great. And then we got last place, which was a bummer. But I had a really good time with the game regardless. It's really fun. I had to choose my splat duelies again because they're the one they're the only basically the only gun I used in Splatoon 2. And I didn't want to really try anything new, and I I just like the way they feel. So I chose the splat duelies, had a pretty good time, won a chunk of my matches. I at least got up to the uh, max rank of Scissor Royal, I think it's what it was called. And I had a really good time. Now in Splatoon 2, I never finished the single player, and I basically only played Splatfests, or only played Turf War specifically during Splatfests, but Splatoon 3, I just, I like the Splatfest. I've heard the other modes are better, but I'm excited to get in and finally and uh, play more Splatoon with the new Splatfest as they come out in Splatoon 3. The problem is, I did download the demo for my sister, and she also liked it. So now when Splatoon 3 comes up, I'm going to have to purchase two copies, which I'm not too excited about. But Splatoon 3 is looking great. It's coming out, I think, in a week? Maybe two? It's real soon, and um, I can't wait to play some more. Maybe I'll finish the single player this time. Maybe I'll go back and finish the single player for Splatoon 2. Who can say? 
And lastly, Horizon Zero Dawn's openness is getting to me, but also my brain is not going to let me stop before I 100% complete everything. I've got a bad brain bug, I know it. I'm also going to get the Platinum Trophy on Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm getting tired of playing Horizon Zero Dawn, there's just so much game in it, and I know what I should do. I should just do the main quests and finish it out. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish all the side quests. I'm going to finish all the uh, hunting ground side quests. I'm going to go around the map and get all the stupid collectibles that don't add anything to the game. They're just a thing to pick up, like the stupid metal flowers or those stupid little deer things. Those are infuriating. Those are specifically infuriating because they're just bad platforming puzzles where you just have to hold a direction to climb up a wall. And the climbing in this game is awful. And the fact that they thought, yeah, let's add a bunch of collectibles that are based off of this bad climbing mechanic? Ugh. You could have just left them out. The game would have been better without them. But whatever. I can't I can't stop playing it at this point cuz I'm bad. And then I'm I'm probably going to slowly play through a new game plus on hard mode so I can get 100% completion. It's bad. I've got, not not the game. The game is okay. My brain is bad. I wish I would be able to not just get I would I was able to not get the platinum, but I cannot. Speaking of platinum, uh oh, help help me with the uh, Deathloop. Another game I thought was just okay, but it bugs me to all heck that I cannot get the platinum trophy because of the multiplayer trophies. Save for Ghost of Tsushima even. If you have Ghost of Tsushima and you know two other people who have Ghost of Tsushima, PS5 I mean, and you all want to get those uh, multiplayer achievements for that too, hit me up, I would love to do that too. Anyway, that's pretty much it. As I mentioned at the top, I'm at MarioWaith on social media. Go ahead and follow me there. And if you like uh, this podcast, go ahead and do what you want to do with the podcast. Right now it's only on YouTube, so go ahead and uh, rate it and sub if you want. And uh, go ahead and check out Super Mario in Review. That comes out every other Saturday. This Saturday, we're coming out with Super Mario Bros. 2 USA. Hopefully it's going to be a good one. Anyway, thank you for listening. I will see you next time.